episode of Two Dudes in Your Cage. We're, we're your hosts. I'm Charles Clark. And I'm Matt Johnson. We got another episode of Fighter Spotlight for you tonight. We got a great episode featuring Devon Thornton. And Devon went 6 0 as an Ami. He's ranked number one as a flyweight in Colorado, number three as a flyweight in the U.S. West region, number seven at featherweight in the U.S. West region. And he's making his pro debut June 18th for Battle MMA. Devon, welcome. Thanks for being here, bro. Of course, brother. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure being here with you guys. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're really excited to have you uh, on the show. Get to know you a little bit better before your pro debut. Uh, you know, let the fans get introduced to you. Uh, get to know you as a person. Always makes it, uh, you know, when you're rooting for someone and you just know more facts about them, it just kind of means a little more, you know. So hopefully we can get you some more fans and, and get to know you a little better and have a good time in the process. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I agree 100%, man. All right. All right. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Um... I was born in Beloit, Wisconsin, and lived, I don't, I'm not sure how long we were there, but we, when I was real young, we moved uh, to New Orleans, and then, you know, Hurricane Katrina, 05, so we evacuated, moved to Houston, Mississippi, then bang, back to Wisco, and as you know, the area, we're from a similar area, uh, yeah. I'm from, I went to high school in Janesville, Wisconsin, and uh Rock County, Madison area, if people don't know, you know. Most of your fans are probably, you know, familiar with what's going Right, right. Yeah, if they're not, you know, it's in the Madison area. But wrestled most of my life. My first love was football. And, you know, didn't make the best decisions academically. So I ended up losing some scholarships, oh, which ended up panning out. Because, you know, now we're in Colorado Springs, as you know. You know, because we're teammates, and you know we're making a professional debut here soon in about three weeks. So it all works out, you know. But get those grades up, y'all. <laughs> yeah, hey, you gotta you gotta stay in school. Schooling is important, uh, man. Going back to school and getting a college degree for me changed my life. So yeah, I encourage everybody to do it for sure. Yeah, yeah, study hard. Yeah, I mean, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but uh, do you want to tell us more about your childhood, what, what it's like growing up in Wisconsin, what it was like even moving back and forth, probably changing schools, um, you know, what, what what kind of neighborhood did you grow up in, things like that? Well, in, uh, in Houston, it wasn't the best neighborhood, but it wasn't the worst. You know, there was a little, there's violence, you know. Oh, in North neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. It's part of, you know, most places, not the best, but great people there, you know, felt like home there. But in, in Wisconsin, growing up in Wisconsin, being a person of color is a little, Gross, yeah, it's a little, it's a little iffy. Little it's dicey. What'd you say, brother? <laughs> little dicey. Yeah, little exactly. That's the best explanation for it right there. Little dicey, depending on the area, because obviously like the world there's going to be good people smart people dumb people bad people you know but in the area i was in was a little bit you know here and there but i also again there's amazing people but just not growing up with a lot but growing up with enough because my mom made shit happen you know my dad was there you know started doing a little bit more around i'd say like when I was like 12, he's he stepped up a little bit more. 
so that helped a lot but you know just growing up not without a lot you know i think that's what helps me now so i'm, I'm thankful for that yeah yeah 100 man 100%. you want to be more you want better for the next generation for your future things like that yeah i understand um, our teammate donnie he just posted something he said be a warrior today so your son can be a merchant tomorrow and their son can be a poet in the future i'm like hell yeah and that's the way i'm thinking about that you know i'm a, all this physical and mental pain is gonna pay off because my kids aren't gonna have that their kids aren't gonna have you that have you to know? struggle and, and go through some of the things hopefully that you did when you were younger exactly and i i, I I'm thinking you think in the same way, you know, like, you're doing this, so, you know, we all out here just trying to get better. We're all fighters, you know, got, you got to keep that fighter mindset, whether you're in the cage or not, you know. Right, right, yeah, yeah, you got to keep going through it, one way or another, because it never stops, you know. Yes, sir, yeah, yes, sir, it doesn't, it doesn't, I think, especially us fighting athletes, that harder life kind of molds you into the type of fighter you're going to be when you do step into that cage and that ball gets put in between the door you know man so, it's uh, hard yeah it's not it's a hard thing to do you know to a, a lot of people once they get in there they realize they're like holy shit this isn't for me you see i've seen a lot <laughs> of people in the cage more than once and i think that's everyone's number one worry like damn is this man gonna beat me so bad he's gonna make me quit in there you know yeah is am i gonna be i don't ever want to feel that way yeah. so yeah you can be the toughest guy in the world but now every time you're hitting that 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 ground dummy whatever yeah exactly yep yep oh uh -huh, yep but man yeah like you said though not everybody's made for that and if you some people find out the easy way i practice some people find Hardway inside the cage. <laughs> man, man, it is. It's a. It's an amazing feeling, though. You know, it's, uh, adrenaline junkies and things like that. You know, it's definitely like on par with one of those things. For like, it's just a feeling like no other. You know. Yeah, I agree. You get, get a rush from it. A crazy, crazy rush. But like, you know. Well worth all the pain. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. It's something special. So I got a question. Um, yeah, sir. You mentioned that you wrestled and you played football. Yes, sir. Do you think that uh, football helped with your wrestling? Because if you think about it, a lot of the fundamentals of tackling is the same as you know takedowns. So do you think that helped you and your mixed martial arts career as well? I think it was more vice versa. Because uh, if I was on defense, I don't care how big you were. If you didn't know how to defend a takedown, you weren't going to break my tackle. <laughs> like, unless you literally trumped me. But if I got those hips, I'm getting it. Because I know how to finish in that uh, situation. And I think when I was a ball carrier, the ability to have strong hips while you're in a pile or making a move, uh, whether it's you know a little cut or a stutter step or trucking somebody is crazy. And, and that comes from wrestling. But I honestly, maybe 
it did go both ways. I noticed it more for wrestling help in football, though, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. And also, like, that wrestler grind is different. Like, the football grind is, is way easier, so it made me, I feel, be able to push that extra level above people that didn't wrestle. Like, all right, man, these these ladders suck. Like, man, try going live for 20 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, wrestlers were always just super <laughs> extreme, man. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. When it's 98 degrees in the wrestling room and you got 30 <laughs> grown dudes. Like, man, it's humid in there cause from sweat. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, man, this is ridiculous. We'd have the basketball players, like, huddle around. They're done with practice. We're in the middle of practice. They're just washing through the like, you know, <laughs> windows. I'm like... Yeah, we're crazy, right? Go play basketball. Yeah, Yeah, I bet there are a lot of people that wish they they wrestled when they were younger. They get into MMA. It's a a wrestler's game, so. Yeah. Yeah, If if you can't defend a takedown, (laughs) it's going to be a long 15. (laughs) It's going to be a long 15 for you, buddy. Hell yeah. Man, let's talk about your upcoming pro fight, man. June 18th, Battle MMA. Uh, you're going against Mark Plata. Man, what are your thoughts, man? It's your pro debut. I am excited, a little nervous because that comes with it. But honestly, I feel like this is meant to be. You know, like I, I deserve it. Not trying to sound cocky at all, but I feel like I've worked for it. You there know, you I feel like I've put in Exactly, yeah. I don't think this was handed. I think this was earned, you know, like you just said. But, and that makes me feel more confident about it as well, knowing that I did put in the work to become a pro. Right. You know, like right. this wasn't just a coach that doesn't, that just, you you, you were teammates, you know, coach. Yeah, he's not he has, throwing he's messages like that. that you don't deserve. And if exactly. you don't think you're ready to go pro, he wouldn't be letting you fight pro. Exactly. And that's another thing that I think solidifies that that knowing of iron this. Because like, Coach ain't going to let me go pro without, you know, right. him knowing. Right. He, you know, because you know Pat Militich, Sergio yeah. Pena, those guys don't give anything out for free. You know, like, those are you got to earn everything. So. Like, that's what coach, you know, was brought up on. So same thing with him. So I, I'm really excited. Uh, we went through a, a lot of opponents, but Mark signed the contract and looks like he's going through with it. So respect to Mark, you know, but we're going to go to war. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you, you know me. We're going to go to war. It, it's going to it's gonna be yeah, fun. Anybody that's seen you fight, no, no, is you're gonna go the whole time and you ain't stopping. That's exactly. Sure. And if exactly. you haven't seen him fight, this man ain't lying. I mean, I, I've seen he's nonstop for the full fifteen minutes. I mean, yeah. There are a lot of people that that throw some combinations and reset and uh, kill the clock a little bit. I mean, you're nonstop, bro. Nonstop. Is this like a? That's I don't why, know if you that's why you're a pro, though. Exactly, yeah. Like I, I don't know if you feel that though, but like a anxious feeling, not like anxious, but like I need to be scoring. Like that's just how I feel when I'm in there. Like I need to be in your face 
trying to get points on the board or trying to get you out of there. Right, right. Because otherwise right. you're getting scored on. You know? Exactly, yeah. And I think that comes from my wrestling coach in high school. Like, like you score first. You set the tempo. There's no getting scored on if you're trying to score. Go set your offense up and keep going. Like, the, set the tone. Like, that's all you'd hear. And that stuck with me. Shout out my boy, Daniel Jackson. We love shout out. Yeah. Yeah. That that man made me partly of who who I am today, though. Like, oh. And wrestling, a lot of wrestlers probably feel that about the wrestling coach, too. (laughs) It's this crazy, though. But yeah, I'm excited about this. We're what, like two and a half weeks out? Yeah, yeah. Three weeks. One, three one, day, one day to go to three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because we're, we're both on the card. So, I, I don't know. I can't wait to share, the you know, a fight night with you. Yeah. Uh, it's going to yeah, be really cool. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. It's going to be a hell of a night, man. I cannot wait. So, yeah. when you were introduced, you, you know, number one flyweight number uh, in Colorado, number three in the U.S. and West. Number seven featherweight. So what weight are you fighting at? Because it looks like you you got 125 on lock. You got 145 on lock. <laughs> so where are you making your debut, debut at? We're going to be uh, – the debut is going to be at 130. This uh, this guy didn't want to go to flyweight. Okay. So coach was like, hey, look, we can put on a little bit more muscle and then be in there fresh. So let's do it. And I was like, let's fight, you know, because it's – Fighters fight, and it's a pro debut, so let's get it. You know, let's get it going. And like, like I said before, we went through a decent amount of po- opponents, so you know, it was just like, let's get in. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. So yeah. So yeah, one thing a lot of like non-fighters probably don't realize that one twenty-five to one forty-five, it's an it's actually a huge weight gap. So what's the <laughs> most weight that you've cut? Um. See, I don't know why they actually. I'm just thinking. I don't know why they ranked me at 45 because I fought the highest I fought at was 35. So bantam. Damn really? Google. Yeah. It, was, it was Google. They just don't know the weight classes. Yeah, no, because I, I think tapology. it's tapology. It's tapology. Yeah. Oh, tapology. Yeah. 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 So I don't. But the most I cut because I walk around like 45. You know if. uh if I allow myself to get up there. And that's typically what Bantamweights fight at, is around 145. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, because uh, this guy, I, the last guy I fought, he was a natural Bantamweight. He came down. He said he was walking, like, 50. 55, yeah. Oh. Volkanovski's, like, 190. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, he was, two, uh-uh, no, he was 214. Yeah, That's a lot yeah, of weight. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know he was up at 190, though, like now. Yeah, he, when he... I mean, yeah, he's fought. He's fought at welterweight, yeah. you know, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, did, he said that in his last fight. Patty Pimblay does it, too. Patty Pimblay blows up to, yeah. like, 205. That is irresponsible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. <that's, laughs> yeah. He's a bad... He sets a bad example for fighters, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Looking like Fat Master. You longevity in this game if you do that. Yeah, your body will hate you. Yep. Tony Ferguson's perfect example because he cut weight down and then he blew up and then he cut weight again and he got knocked out. 
Your body can't mm. handle that. Yeah, so I know, you know, I know uh, some people get sick from cutting weight, you know? Yeah. You know, that's a lot, so. a lot of reasons why people pull out of fights, you see, yeah. like non-COVID illness, it's because they cut too much weight, now they're sick, or not too much, or they didn't do it. I was literally just talking to my my girlfriend's family about that, because they were asking me, how do I rehydrate and stuff? And I was just telling them, like, if you don't do that shit correctly, I was like, that, and I literally said, that's why you see people pull out with food sickness. Yeah, me, everything (laughs) you eat afterwards, you feel like you gotta go to the bathroom, you know, it affects you, you know, it takes a while to, to reintroduce and you gotta do it I right. I remember in my debut, um, I tried to eat a whole foot long. Got through a couple, like halfway through the six inches mark, you know? And my stomach was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, oh man, let me chill out. Uh, I know what's happening. Yeah. Stomach's tapping like, out. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, just, I just stopped eating and then started drinking some water. I was like, then I was good. I was like, all right, I gotta be smarter. Nah, I back on you. So, so what's typically eat on fight day? Yeah, perfect uh, segue. <laughs> that's, that's it. Uh, I just I fight day. It depends. I try to eat uh like you know some carbs, healthy carbs like some bread, some rice, good bread, not Wonder Bread or some shit like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, I try to eat. I usually eat like a uh, try to eat a healthier ish sub. You know, like I said, I'm trying to get the carbs in and. I'll make like some chicken and rice or something like that and eat that. But I usually don't eat too much on fight day. I try to. So you, s- you stay clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you yeah, have. I remember to- in wrestling, we used to, the, the uh, wrestling moms would buy donuts and this and that. And you would eat that and feel like shit. And then I was like, that's probably what was going on. <laughs> Feeling all lethargic. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dang. But yeah, but you got to be smart with that, man, because that's literally going to be your feel when you're in the cage. Right. Yeah. Do you have a Do you have a kryptonite? Like, if you see a honey bun, you're like, ah, oh, I'm on a diet. Hey, my kryptonite is uh, white chocolate Reese's. Man, I tell you what, I cannot. Chocolate Reese's. Oh. I can't. I'll get one of those bags, like you know the little the the little Ziploc bags. Of them. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Mess around and eat the whole thing. <laughs> like, oh my God, I gotta be. I gotta stay away from those for the the day before, and then the day of fight day. Okay, I gotta come on. Put them in the cabinet. And my girlfriend. His name is Devon Thornton. Man, what's up, little man? What's up? What's up? Hey. He knows that we do in fight interviews. He gets excited. He's not in the UFC yet. He's got a pro hey, debut. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Hey, nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah. Hey, gotta take care of the kids, man. Yeah. That's what we do it for. Exactly, though. Hey, yeah. It. Sorry to interrupt you here. Yeah. Yeah. You know no, you're all right. You're all right. Everybody's got. Everybody's got the their favorite thing. Mine's all right. <laughs> yeah. I'm ashamed. You know. You're like. Oh. I'm addicted to ice cream, I swear. Oh, see, oh. Okay, I'm going to eat like a whole half gallon. After? Yeah, probably yeah. throw it up. Yeah. Hey, like, my oh, team, no, I probably, team. I'm just going to eat the whole thing. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro, don't don't limit yourself after the fight. I say for a yeah. week, you're good. After that week, 
and still hit the you know the bump or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I don't know. I that I go a week and I, I'm just I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be down here. I'm not gonna be good example for a week here, at least after my fight. Hey man. Yeah. But I don't know. Sometimes you earn you deserve that. Cause what we're doing is oh. You gotta, you gotta reward yourself. Exactly. Sure. Or it's not gonna be a sustainable life doing all this weight cutting and yeah. shit. Yeah. But not too much like Patty Pimbler. Exactly. Yeah. Don't gain 60 pounds now. <laughs> Moderation. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's why I said I try to stay on the bike. I try to stay on the bike. I'm not always doing weird. Like for that week that I'm indulging a little bit. I try to get on the bike, get some calories. Still burning calories. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) But I'm enjoying my life for at least a week. (laughs) So after your fight, yeah, obviously you don't blow up. Do you consider like John Jones uh, when he first was coming up? He was saying like off season, you know, on season, or do you have that type of mentality, or are you? If a fight needs someone next week, I'm always ready. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm trying to be ready, especially now. Because who's to say uh, it ain't that big show coming for that week? You know what I mean? And the amateurs, because, uh, you know, people go through stuff in that, you know, fighting. You know, you banged up. It was hard. It's hard to take a fight in the amateurs when you banged up on a week's notice because it's for free. And then... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. But when in the pros, I think that's when there is no such thing as an off season. You shouldn't even think that way if you're playing football, like sports that have off seasons, to be honest. But to me, always be ready, especially in the pros, especially in the pros. Because what if I get two wins and then Dana White contender series is like, hey, you want someone fight? just pulled out, you know, come, come fight in a week. Oh, I'm not Yeah, exactly. I gotta be ready, you know. Unless the guy that I'm fighting, I shouldn't be fighting. And coaches don't know that. I know that, you know, obviously. You know, that guy, you know, that's not a smooth fight. This is like, you know, for be your first fight. He's being but like, out. if it is, and you can't cut the weight because you're fat, <laughs> what do you look like, you know? That makes sense, too. Like, like totally. You're, you look unprofessional to me. I don't know. It's like your job. They're like, hey, uh, you might need to stay an hour later. Ooh. You're right. I was oh, prepared, okay, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, it's going to happen here and there, you know? Like, you got to be ready. I don't know. That's just, that's just how I think about it, though. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Now we, now we got you up, up top on the screen. Can you see it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your rightful place. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. So, have you ever been seriously injured in a fight? Um, like in a fight? Yeah, or or training, or you know, yeah. like where you had to I'd take say the, uh, recovery the time. Most serious one, I'd say, uh, was like two or three fights ago in the beginning of one of the rounds. I uh rolled my ankle and uh, tore a tendon or something, like slightly tore a tendon. It wasn't completely torn. So I was all right. 
you know, no surgery or anything like that. But uh, it was tough to get through it. But once I, once I, you know, refocused, which wasn't too long after, but once I refocused, I stopped feeling it. But I could tell my movement was, you know, not as good. Right. Especially when I went back and watched the fight. I was like, oh, yeah, I can tell my movements. And that's, good. that's why I started getting hit more. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Now I'm getting jabbed. I didn't take one jab until then, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I'm glad you pointed it out because, like, that's 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 what happens when you have you fight injured or, you know, if you're hurt too much. You can't perform like you yeah. should, and it could end up costing you the fight. So. Exactly. Like, you, your adrenaline might be blocking the pain, but the performance of that tendon, if it's torn a little bit or torn completely, whatever it is, is going to be hindered, you know. So you might not feel it, but... It's not gonna fire like it, it normally does. So it can't. <laughs> do you think um, you know? Obviously, the phrase "fake it till you make it." Don't act injured. Do you think if you get injured in a fight, it's kind of hard? You know, do you think the opponent knows? Oh, something's not right, or it depends on how aware where they are in their corner. Because um, I don't think my opponent realized. I mean. Cause I reached down because it hurt. I've never felt pain in there until that moment. I was like, what the fuck? Reached down for it. And then I was like, oh shit, I'm fighting. <laughs> and then got back to fighting. I don't know if he realized what happened, but his corner did. They're like, kick it, kick it. He's hurt. And then, then he realized and then he started attacking it. But like I said, I refocused and we got the job done, you know, so. And we switched up a little bit. Coach started yelling out, take him down, you know. I was being stuck for a while, but then I took him down. <laughs> Here's a deep callback. Like, uh, Sugar Sean, when he was fighting Andre uh, Sucretage or whatever, and he uh-huh. finished the last three minutes on the ground because he kept engaging. He was All Andre had to do was take two steps back, and he would have won. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, broke his foot. Yeah, if he broke like his foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That's smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah he wasn't aware. Up. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be aware in there, man. That comes with time. Being aware, do you play chess? I do not. My favorite I question. Tried. I always tried to. Like, uh, I downloaded an app to try to teach me how to do it, but I could never memorize the moves that you're allowed to make. <laughs> like, oh. So um, I the, need to. Do you think chess is like jujitsu? Because you always have to think of what your next three moves are. Yes, it's very similar in that aspect to where you got to know that uh, you got to know you can be getting set up when you think you're onto something. You know, especially at a, with a high level chess player, a high level jujitsu player. Because you might think the black belt's trying to go for the arm bar. Boom, next thing you know, you're in a triangle. <laughs> like, like, oh, I know what you're doing. No, you don't. You know, and that, that's where it shows its levels. And I think they're very similar in that aspect. Yeah, yeah, I would agree for sure. That's, yeah. that's the way to put it. Exactly. Especially, especially the, the higher level people, you know. 
when you're lower level, you just kind of go for moves, see if you get it. But then, you know, now I'm starting to try to choke you and then wait for them to put the arm out, then go for the arm bar. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's how you get better. And, and I think all combat sports are like that, like striking, jujitsu, um, wrestling. Like I might think that at that angle, but I want you to step back so I could get that angle. Or, you know, I might faint the jab, but I want you to parry so I can hit you with the cross. You and know? then jump off the wall and punch me in the face and be like, what? <laughs> yeah, the whole like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> I was just having a fight before. Nice. I was like, man. Like, it just happened. That's why I do it in sparring, though. Because it just happened in the fight. As soon as he got me to the cage, I boom, kicked off in Superman. That's why I do it in sparring. I was like, all right, yep. Like, I need to keep doing that because now it became a habit. Or, well, like, not a habit, but, like, a uh, reaction instead of a me thinking about it. You're aware. You be, yeah, exactly. We were just talking, exactly, yeah. yep. I always say you got to be in, in, intentful in there. With You got to be have intent when you're in there. Yeah, and it's always good to do those those kind of flashy moves as well. You know, I, everybody wants to see it, plus the judges yeah. probably like it, you know. So. Yeah, maybe Dana, it gets goes viral or something, Dana sees it or something right. crazy shit right. like that. You know, like, something like that. And then also I think about that with teammates too, because uh, you know Tony, he uh, had a, a fight a while ago. Muay He's probably on the show. Yeah, hey, yeah, well, that's what's up, man. Yeah, Tony's good. And making his pro debut here soon, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But uh, he had a Muay Thai fight, and dude was doing, you know, the Superman elbows and crazy shit like that. And he came up to me. He was like, I was thinking after that fight, he was like, you and Darian do shit like that. So I was like, that's the best way to prepare for that. He's like, uh, and then he told us to keep doing that. And then I, I you know, I put two and two. I was like, maybe that does help the teammates as well because you never know maybe their opponent will be some doing shit like that you know throwing yeah and you have seen it before and it won't be the first time exactly uh, you're not having to learn on the job or whatever yeah 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 best way to put it right there yeah learn on the job and you don't want to do that in this (laughs) you do not want to do that you you learned on the job in the regular job, you know, you might mess something up. You learned on the job in the cage, you get knocked out. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, you get hurt, you know? Exactly, yeah. But, yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. But, yeah, that's that's one way I was thinking about those type of movements as well. You're just trying not to throw them fight speed. <laughs> you know? Right, right, yeah. 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 It's hard, you know, when you're in the in the zone, you know. Sometimes, yeah, and especially when, like, like let's say you and your sparring partner are already like duking it out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you gotta be smart about that as well. We are full yeah. of segues today. You ready for this one? You mentioned you don't want to learn on the job in the cage. So, do you have any other jobs, or are you a full time fighter? Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. And we're getting good at this, bro. <laughs> oh, man, the Segway King. I'm but uh, I work at Nine Round Kickboxing and Fitness. Shout out. Shout out. They're also one of my sponsors. Nice. But uh, I basically, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I don't want to say everyday normal people, but, like, non-fighters, you know, or, like, people that don't go to, like, 
actual martial arts gyms, like academies, I should say, because it's a martial arts gym, so, but academies. that They come in, they are membership-based, uh, and they come in, and we, we show them, you know, basics of kickboxing. And as they level up, we level up, you know, the, the techniques, you know, and wonderful people. My coworkers are amazing. Adam works there, one of our teammates, uh, Caleb as well. Um, just, I, I love it. Wonderful people, and the people that the, the members there are so open-minded to learning stuff, and I don't know. Sometimes you really feel like you're you're making someone's day better, and that shit feels good, you know. Yeah, for sure, for sure. When you help people out, it always it gives you a good feeling. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. That's cool because you know, even though you're not training fighters. You're still training people and, and holding mitts, and then I think that that makes you get better too at the same time. Exactly, yeah. And um, I think we've had a conversation about that. Yeah, just like catching punches and stuff. And I'm always thinking if we're when I'm holding mitts in the combo, the finish we finish a combo. I'm thinking if they throw that combo at me, where would I want to move after, or how would I want to you know counter in my head while I'm holding the mitt? So. My striking has improved so much since I started working there. Like, it's crazy. Just from walking through a jab, walking through a cross or round kick, you have to know how to throw those and do it perfectly when you're – not perfectly, but really good when you're trying to demonstrate it. So you're always getting reps. I'm getting reps seven hours a day. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, so. yeah. You're always yeah. training too. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, and you think about it more. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was one of the uh, things. So that was one of the ways you improved your skills over the last year. How else have you improved your skills? Just by training constantly. Uh, I mean, you get good, you know, when you put the time in. So, um, just being in the gym, being in the gym, um, trying to learn, being like I said, being intent, what, having intent in training. Uh, yeah, Don't go in training and just Kason. think going hard is going to get you somewhere it'll get you you know it might get you there but it's not going to get you to the top you got to know what you're trying to work on how you're trying to work it like uh i always think inspiring what am i trying to do distance or countering am i trying to work parries you know something like that am i trying to work my setting up my lead round things like that like um or even like, ooh, my spinning back fist. Like, how do I want to set that up? You know, how do I want to faint first? Do I want to throw the jab first? And I do that while I'm sparring, you know? Nice. Yeah. But yeah, there's like just. I'm trying to get on your level, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I said. Intent is huge. Intent. Have intent in this game. Boy, in anything you do, period. Anything you do. I like that we know also to have an open mind, you know, always, there's always going to be ways to learn more and get better. Yeah, yeah. And no matter how good you are, you're probably not going to be the top dog either. So. Yeah, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. Like, I was just talking to uh, my, uh, one of my, my girlfriend's little cousin, and he said one of the problems he had on his basketball team in high school was he was the best. And that's not a good thing and he realized that he didn't want to be the best person on the team which i think is a good thing and you shouldn't be if you want to be the best on the team you don't actually want to be on the top 
You just want to be cool around your friends, I think. Right, right. If you don't lose in the gym, you'll never get better. Exactly. You know, and I the times where I'm getting beat up, I'm like, man, whoever I'm fighting ain't going to do what Darian just did to me. <laughs> ain't no right. damn way. Right. <laughs> I'm all right. Shit. I, I go home way more sore from uh, sparring. Nah, I shouldn't say that. But honestly, I've taken more damage in sparring than a lot of my fights. You know, because I I feel like I've been there. Yeah, know? yeah. I feel smart and not, I don't, because I'm definitely not smart. I can definitely get smarter. In there. But compared to whoever I'm fighting, I don't think they've been through fire like I have. You know, so yeah. I don't know. Just confidence, I feel, helps with that. Especially when that comes from getting your ass beat and sparring. <laughs> like, like shit. And coming back the next sparring day and, you know, lacing them up and still going, you know. So I don't know. It's just um, people got to learn how to learn from getting beat up sometimes, you know. So working at the gym, training for a fight, how do you relax? Like, what's your favorite movie to watch? I, man, I'm on, I love, like, survival shows. <laughs> or, like, cooking stuff. Because I love cooking. Um, but how, I, I try to golf. I don't know if y'all are golfers. I'm but not. I try to get out there. I'm not very good. I go once a year <laughs> with my dad. Yeah, see, yeah, you know, just hit, hit the links a couple times, you know, like. Like tomorrow, I, I we're trying to go golfing, but relaxing really and like watching YouTube. I like YouTube. I like to watch like old fights. Uh, I like watching fight news, survival stuff. Uh, I like looking up recipes. That's how I relax. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. Got to do something other than fighting sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you can't be doing it twenty four seven for sure. Yeah, especially when you, you work. Take a break. Anything yeah. you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, anything. Exactly. Yep. Can some people can? Some people can. I get. I don't know, but some most people can't. <laughs> right. I'm not one of them that can. I tell you that right now. But yeah. So, who's your favorite fighter? My favorite fighter. Uh it it kind of. Gravitates, but my I have to say, uh, Izzy, yeah, Brandon uh, Moreno. Let's go, like go on, yeah. Izzy's probably and oh, and Valentina Shevchenko, yeah, can't forget about her. So, uh, Valentina and Izzy are the ones like two of the fighters that really like inspired me to just try it out, you know. Nice. Like listening to them gave me goosebumps, and Think I was like, "Are you gonna uh, take Izzy out?" Oh no, no, no. he beat no. him in kickboxing. That don't matter. This is that MMA. Was, yeah, that was different, different levels. Ago. That was a long time ago, so. and uh, he knocked him out in the first fight. And I don't know how. I don't think people understand how long ago that was. They fought again, and they went to split. Oh, nice. I think the first fight like, was 2014, wasn't it? Yeah, and then they fought like two years after that. Yeah. Or it was a little bit sooner. And they went to a split. And then he and switched Izzy hurt to him MMA. a couple times in that fight. They hurt each other. Yeah. But 
Izzy also hurt him. It's like, guys, you gotta go back to the full history. <laughs> like, what are y'all talking about? Drama sells fights. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. People don't care that they fought again and it was close. That's <laughs> <laughs> so all they remember is that knockout. So remember, yeah, that, that's true. Remember yeah. that. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, that's all they care about is that. Yeah. Yeah. That's all they're gonna care about. And like like Matt said, uh drama sells. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. Yeah. So I do think he's talented. I as an MMA fighter as well. As a kickboxer, but I just don't think it'll be Izzy. Yeah. I think he's gonna whoop Sean Strickland's ass though. I hope he does. I'm so tired of that guy. Oh I, I think he's kind of, you know, he talks, he's too much talk. You know? Too much. That's far too much. Well, I don't know. I'll, well, know. think about it. It worked for Shale. Worked for Connor. Worked for But Colby. he's not good at but, it. He sounds like an idiot. But he doesn't fight like those guys either. Like, he True. embarrassed yeah. himself and, like, just jabbed a whole fight. And, like, dude, you're not fighting like an animal. And you can't I felt like a push. Chael you actually, did fight like one. Chael broke the heat, you know? Yeah. yeah. You fought like a pussy, bro. Dude, totally, <laughs> totally. Like, and he just kind of exposed himself. Like, talk about how to kill people in the ring. And, like, dude, you are you ain't fighting like it. That's for sure. You're not that. You're not really yeah. that. Like, yeah. Stop talking yeah. Like that. Not, yeah. Like, bro, well, come on. Yeah, that, and that didn't sit right with me. Why would you want to do that? I would. I don't want to do that. Yeah, right. I mean, is, it's like the Kobe Covington thing. Um, you know, he was the all-American goody two-shoe boy, and he had to become the villain to to be somebody. You know. Yeah, I I just don't like the fake shit. Like that don't sit right with me. Demetrius Johnson right was perfect example. He Ooh. got Demetrius Johnson got yeah. overlooked because yeah. he was the nice guy and he didn't stir shit. Right, but he was an amazing fighter. Yeah, like I just uh, I don't I don't understand. Drama that. sells. Man. I don't know, man. I, I just don't think I don't think you have to take it to the level that some of these guys do. Right. Yeah. Right. Don't and then do like personal. Kobe. I wouldn't personally uh, run up in no public setting like that and then uh, hit somebody like that. Stupid, stupid. But, Too much lose, man. Especially but, when you're exactly. a fighter. Fight but how do you? Middle. What do you expect when you talk like that? And then after the fight, this man says it's still on site. I'll fight you in the parking lot. <laughs> and then you get hit in your shit, and then you're crying and trying to sue people. Right. Like, what? You're suing. Yeah, it's just, get out of here. And I, what don't sit right with me with that too is more people were more upset about that situation than they were Connor beating up an eight or eighty-five year old man. Right, right. Yeah. Now y'all more mad at Jorge for hitting a fighter than Connor for and, punching an eighty-five year old. And man, Connor's been like he's he's been arrested multiple times. Uh, I mean, he's had like sexual misconduct allegations against yeah. him against women. Like, all kinds of shit, bro. Then, then other fighters to the emergency room because the glass got in their eyes. Yeah, yeah, uh, the truck incident. Yeah. Like, he's, he is super wild, like, for sure. Hey, but Jorge hitting another fighter is way too much. Like, get the, get the heat. Right. Get it for a living. He's all right. Yeah, at, uh, least, <laughs> at, least, like, at least he only hit him. And, like, 
started a fight with them or you know it kind of kept it in the realm of what he does yeah. um, how I was raised that's how that's what happens when you do shit like that talk about <laughs> you get beat up yeah right that's normal and whether if you beat me up the first time or not <laughs> I'm gonna meet you the next day we fighting again but yeah it doesn't matter like and then you know even if you get beat up eventually they stop talking because they know they're gonna have to fight you every day <laughs> exactly yeah you gonna, you gonna beat me up 50 times that 51 time <laughs> I beat you up I'm good alright we can squash it alright bro like beat you like but people want to say we're modern day warriors but they, I don't think they really believe that. So I'm gonna pull it back to Sean Strickland. He recently made comments about like Rose Namunis and Pat Barry. Uh, I heard that your girlfriend just started training. So how what does that mean to you? Like to get to you know training with your girlfriend, not the other shit he said, but yeah, 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 yeah. But you, you're training with her, you know. Maybe learn from her. She learns from you. What does that mean to you? It is amazing, man. I sometimes like because uh, I'll roll, I'll do the drilling with her, and then we'll do a round together, and then I'll go get ready for fighter practice. And I just look back and just like, wow, she's really on the mat right now. <laughs> you know, like, that is crazy. It's, it's. I didn't think she'd ever do it, but she she's doing. I'm so thankful that she is, and I don't know. It, it motivates me more to to make this shit happen you know it's just awesome like your family's and your, your girlfriend gets involved like we're talking to barb and her mother is boxing now i'm gonna do a box mm-hmm. you know and when you get your family involved in the things you're passionate about probably because you're passionate about it is the only reason they started doing it you know that's that's an awesome feeling and then they benefit from that you yeah. know yeah, yeah, and it, and it changes their lives too, you know. And then all of a sudden, just because of what you were passionate about in your dreams, is now all of a sudden helping other people better their lives, and and exactly. you're inspiring people uh, just just through something you were passionate about. And- yep, like back in Wisco, I see more and more people are trying to get into MMA. One of my boys, Darren Coleman, my boy, I think he's. Uh, Three and zero now. Three and zero. I'm pretty sure all knockouts. My fighting too. So, you know, like it just—it's awesome seeing people start, you know, chasing it because they're like, "What? Well, you chased it, so I'm gonna chase it too." You know, I, I love that. Yeah, yeah, and then you know, like, like, but you know, they're saying with Rose and people. There's a lot of people that you know you're training, you spend a lot of time with them. They end up dating. And I've I've seen it more than more than uh, at other gyms. There are people that try to use their um, their standing. Uh, you know, they're a blood. They're a jujitsu world champion. I'm four time jujitsu champion. I'm like, oh, I know. Uh, you know, women love me. You know, and they just think every woman loves me. And you, uh, you know, they start messaging everybody in the gym. You know, and so it's like there's it. It happens and, uh, a lot of the times with people who just get into that higher in the limelight or whatever. So it's like yeah, you yeah, get lost in it. Yeah, yeah, it's something real that you have to watch out for. And and you know, I, I know I can't remember you made a post about it. Like, don't be that guy that's DMing the new girl. Thanks for the role. <laughs> yeah. you know, you can't be like that. 
you know, it's cool to say like, hey, what's up and follow. Yeah, talk like to that. him, be a normal human. But when you started like DMing him like shady, creepy guy stuff, like yeah. it, it gives MMA a bad name. It pushes people away from it. It hurts uh, women's training in general. Yeah, yeah, right. Don't ruin right. a woman's experience with training because you are a weirdo. Right. <laughs> yeah, because, because that's your date round or what? whatever. Come on. Yeah. Like, oh man. Like that's 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 okay. so goofy to me. Just talk to them. If they wanna if they want a message with you back and forth. Like, you'll know pretty quickly. Exactly. You know? Yeah. If, that, if that's what they want to do, you'll know. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, it's uh, definitely it's definitely a good topic. It's something that more people need to be aware of, and, and hopefully, yeah, always be that aware. that that type of gym culture should be fixed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those are the type of gyms that probably don't last either. You know, because they have all these underlying issues. Um, yeah, but, or don't send out very high performing individuals or, or right. they're not they don't care about the right thing yeah, yeah exactly that's that's i agree with that yeah yeah so you got an intro song my bad um right now my uh my friend uh my friend dayan uh he's he's a rapper dizzy mufasa on all platforms Okay. He uh, just wrote me a song called "The Real Deal," so that's gonna be my walkout. Uh, oh, usually, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I might have to bust out my walkout song now. Oh, <laughs> I got one uh, from one of my boys from Madison, who's a local rapper. He, he okay, made yeah. a song back in the day too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah see, yeah, I, I just like you did that. That's so cool. Yeah, you know, but uh, I try to usually. I want the song to send a message to my opponent. Right. Like for my title fight, it was uh, Lil Wayne can't be broken. So I just wanted him to know wasn't shit going you doing there going to break me. You weren't going you weren't taking this belt from me. Right. You know. So like that's that's kind of my idea with with my walkout songs. You send a message to this guy. You know, if you if you pay attention to these lyrics, you're gonna know what I'm about to try to do to you on here. We're still looking for an. Int- uh- Intro song here, so. Hey. Shout out. Okay, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll message them and we'll, we'll uh, send it in. That's networking right there. Yeah, well, yeah, sir, yeah. Even fans <laughs> listening, send them in. That's how <laughs> I got you. Hell yeah. yeah so how I, did you get into fighting in the first place? Like I said, uh, Izzy and uh, Valentina just, yeah. they get were giving Fired skills. You? Man, like, I remember it was like, uh, like a little bit less than a year until before I moved here, I watched. Uh, it was a rerun. And they played it back of uh, Izzy's fight with Kevin Gaslam for the interim belt. Okay. And then at that beginning of that fifth round, he looked at Kevin. He said, "You will not beat me. I'm prepared to die." I don't know. It just gave me chills. I was like, "Oh," and this. Uh, that was the, I need those moments. I want that moment right there. And when then I was watching after that, that's what kind of like I'm watching more fights. I gotta watch more of this. Right. And, then, yeah. and I always like Valentina. I always liked her even before that. And because I paid attention to fighting, but not a lot. And then freaking Valentina. I'm watching a Valentina documentary. And then 
she, it was after she had uh, won her uh, flyweight belt. She said, uh, nobody can be me. I am a complete mixed martial artist. I was like, that's what I want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love her fight. And she Man, is. it's just so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Like, I don't know. Like, the techniques are almost flawless. And that's why I love the spinning back fist. It's from her. Like, oh, what's that? Yeah. So hey y'all hey y'all better peep it maybe the 18th who knows you know I I try oh. to stay away from it in the ambulance because landing with the forearm is illegal in most states yeah okay, yeah yeah you could get in trouble for it but now hey I'm telling y'all it won't matter because you can elbow too so you'll get, a, yeah. you get away with it for sure yeah. I see what you're saying so yeah. uh, what advice do you have for anybody who's looking in to get into get into MMA? They want to fight. They want to train. Uh, what advice do you have for them? We kind of touched on it in the beginning, talking about wrestling. Okay. Wrestle. If you have any, any, any interest in fighting when you get older, I'm talking to my younger people right now. Wrestle. Even if you're like, I don't even know if I want to fight, but I kind of am interested in it. Wrestle. Because if you're not prepared to wrestle, you don't you don't want to fight. All right. uh, if you don't think it's worth it, you don't want to fight, really. Yeah, but, Kevin Holland. Yeah, you, you got to wrestle. It's, yeah, exactly, <laughs> Kevin Holland. Yeah, come on, bro. <laughs> but yeah, but you, wrestle, that's my number one thing. Remember, we were talking about the grind. And wrestling is different from anything. A lot of the wrestling practices in high school, I, I don't, like, I compare them to fight practice sometimes worse. Like, man, it was brutal in there. <laughs> it was brutal. I literally think back to them like, you have to kind of be a little crazy to do all that in high school. Russell, three and a half, four hours a day, two meets a week, go to school, and I was working too. So it's like, that grind will teach you something that nothing else will. So, yeah, Russell, you, Russell, you Russell. You from a pro fighter. Yeah, you need to Russell. Wrestle. <laughs> you need to wrestle. And then Have you ever been in any street fights? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, not proud of it. But sometimes it has, it has to happen. And like I said, we weren't our neighborhoods weren't the worst by any means, not by any means. But they weren't the best either. So you're gonna grow up fighting a little bit. And honestly as a friend group, that's what we did. We we would either put the gloves on or we'd be like, all right, if we don't have gloves, let's just throw them to the body. Damn. You know, we call it body boxing. So I yeah. step out to the middle of the street, like, all right, what's up? And then you would step out or you wouldn't, and then you'd be called a bitch. And you usually stepped out and you'd, you know, go at it. So I, I don't know how many sparring sessions I actually had before I got into this. Hell so, yeah. Talking about body like, boxing. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think of Jake Paul boxing? Yeah, man, yeah, man, I'm telling you. Yeah, I don't. I think that type of growing up kind of made me ready for this shit too. To be honest, I say I went through my. Uh, w me and our friends went through our own agogi. You know, like the Spartan thing <laughs> yeah. they send their kids yeah. into. I like, we went through our own. <laughs> I came out a man from there. But yeah, not so, proud of it. But yeah. what do you think of Jake Paul and what he's doing and bringing up fighter pay? Are you on Team um, Jake or 
yeah. I just think I don't know. I don't know because I don't know how I would go about it, you know. So I don't know how I should even like how I you know judge how he's doing it because I don't know how the hell I do it, <laughs> you know. So do, do I just you think, think it could be any good? Around. Do Do you think that he's just uh, talking for attention? Do you a think little bit of both. He's really trying to create a change. Um, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, what What do you think about like his boxing? Um, you know, is he a, a decent boxer? Uh, is it just another thing for him? I think he's a low level pro. Um, a low level pro. Um, he's definitely talented. You know, he wouldn't be landing these big shots on professional MMA fighters, strikers or not, if uh, he wasn't talented. I think he's like a low level pro boxer, but nothing high. I don't think he he is what he thinks he is. Or he's lying, you know, to sell. To sell state wrestler. You know. That was his brother. Uh, he went to state too. He didn't win, but he went to state too. I'm pretty sure he two and out. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, I don't even want to hear him talk about that. His brother, I'm pretty sure. Logan, I'm pretty sure, went to the state finals or won the state finals. I think Logan won. I think Jake made it to states, but did it, didn't make it far but made it two states. It got the participation yeah. ribbon. Yeah. So, like, I don't think that's even anything to bring up for him. For him yeah. to be like, I was really good at wrestling. Okay? Nice. <laughs> like, all right, we don't care. You're not anymore. <laughs> You're not a wrestler anymore. When was the last time you stepped on the mat, you know? What do you, uh, man, what do you think about, like, uh, the risk of CTE and brain damage and, uh, you know, getting injured and uh, potentially having to deal with um, the repercussions of um, all the injuries you took later on down the line when you're a little bit older. Um, I just think you have to be smart and know when to hang the daggone gloves up. Train smart. And uh, I think that's something me and coach have been talking about that recently too, is training smarter. And, yeah, yeah. uh, Taking a break when, when we need to. That's why I'm, I'm gonna make my day my pro debut, and then probably won't take another fight to the end of the year. Cause I've had this is gonna be seven in less than a year and a half. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So we're fighting almost every other month. My last four fights were almost. I think I got four fights in five months, four and a half months. So I. We're going to start chilling out. And that's one thing. No one to chill out. <laughs> you know? No one to chill out. Let your, don't listen to your ego all the time. Right. That makes yeah. Sense. That makes sense. What do you think about, like, uh, performance enhancers and people who use steroids? And, um, you know, are they cheaters or are they just trying to make themselves better? Um, what do you think? They're trying to – they're both. They're trying to make themselves better by cheating. Right, right. And – in this game, I don't even like calling it a game. And this, what we do, that's dangerous. For sure. It's different for a sprinter or a basketball player to do it. It's still cheating. It's still cheating. But in combat sports, it's dangerous. Don't do it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, Chael Sonnen put to, like, you know, he's a, he's a known uh, steroid user. But then uh, I can't remember. Like, So he had a conversation with someone, and they're like, you know, the potential of using steroids and cheating 
could uh, severely injure somebody. Like you said, it's not like running track or basketball where you're just going to perform better. Um, you could perform so well that you could uh, life-changing injury somebody because mm -hmm. you're uh, things. Exactly, yeah. That, this game is too serious for that. Right. So right. with PEDs and microdosing, what do you think of John Jones? The GOAT of MMA. Yeah, Some I, mean, say, I don't. You know? I can't consider him the goat because the greatest of all time. To be great, you also have to be a good example. I like it. That's you, you're a very talented, the most talented of all time. We could go give him that, but not the Intote. greatest. And that's that's what kind of how I'm feeling on that. Like that's kind of my answer to that is stop fucking up, right? If right. you want to be the goat. Like DC said, yeah. John Jones, get your shit together. Yeah. You have I mean, a potential. Again, oh. though, it's hard for us to judge a man that went through what he went through. We don't know how it right. feels to be. We don't know. You're right. Yeah. You know, but like still, get your shit. You got to try to get your shit together. I compare it to LeBron James. LeBron James was 18 yeah. years okay. old. And he went through pretty much the same rise that John Jones did, and he never fucked up. Yeah, see, yeah, and that's that's a good thing. He had the right people around him. Yeah, and that's where it is. I mean, not to judge the people around John. I don't know who they who they are as people, yeah. but we know Bron been around the same daggone people for his whole career. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we and like you said, Matt, he ain't fucked up. What we need to do is we need to get John Jones' parents and just take some of their DNA in a lab because two brothers, <laughs> Super Bowl champions in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, for sure. That is ridiculous. They're amazing yeah. athletes. Like, yeah. For... And the sister was uh, pretty talented too. I know she passed away from cancer when they were younger, but she was wow. very talented, I think, in tennis. Damn. Yeah. Know <laughs> yeah. See, that's crazy. Yeah, it's so we're getting a little, little short on time, so I'm going to try and hurry up with these last few questions so we can get them in there. Um, what do you think about dirty fighters? You know, fighters who eye pull, kick in the groin, grab the cage, grab your gloves. There's a lot of fighters out there that know um, they can get away with it before a point gets taken. What do you think about fighters who uh, uh, use these tactics on purpose? Um, and I think it's ridiculous. Fight. If you're a fighter, fight. You know, yeah. I, to me, that's being a... a Be clean. Yeah, exactly. Like, you should want to win fairly. I don't understand that. I, even as a kid, I didn't want to cheat to win kickball. That comes right. with integrity. That doesn't mean it's not integrity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like go home, like, oh, I just won a kickball because I cheated. Like that. To me, I'm not better than the person I just beat. I wanted to be better than you. <laughs> you know, not just beat. Right. Yeah. That's where, yeah, yeah, that's where the real war comes in. Yeah, I think that's the difference from good integrity and real competitors. Nice. Exactly, man. So my heart goes out to him, Cain Velasquez. Yeah, it's a great, crazy, crazy situation. 
Um, those of you that aren't familiar with it, um, what, what happened, somebody uh, was alleged some, some sexual misconduct charges about uh, a young niece or nephew and his family, and uh, Kane ended up um, chasing them in a high-speed chase and um, shot at the alleged person, but ended up hitting the alleged's father, um, uh, shot him twice, I think. Um, what, what, just, what do you think about that, man? It's sad. Um, yeah, yeah. I just don't know how I would react. You know, so again, like we've had a lot of, of these topics where like it's hard to judge. Right, right. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, we try to be, try to be a little bit controversial and get these hard questions out, but not not all the way. Um, you know, but yeah. you know, it's hopefully what makes our show different. And, and exactly, cool. yeah, yeah. I talk about it's those just, things that that got to talk about are on the border, on the line, and, and yeah, you know. Because then, how else are people going to open their minds? Yeah, up and hopefully, them? hopefully, we can all but, learn from it and and take this information yeah. and use it like, in some way. You know, like like my final thought. On him is this like he did what everybody said they would do. Yeah, yeah I probably would have done multiple the same people thing, have said that. I probably like, would have done the same thing. You know, it's hard to And unfortunately I, I would have tried to be more methodical about it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. Man. Like, I feel come on, crazy bro. What were you doing? <laughs> I feel crazy saying that, but like you know you like, the, the army cloaked <laughs> out and crap and <laughs> Would have snuck up on dude and shot him in his leg. Like, there you go. Hey, hey, don't don't cross us, right? <laughs> I I feel like they're gonna make an example out of him just because yeah, because you know everyone says they're gonna do it. He actually did it. So if they don't make an example out of him, who is more famous than you, know, Johnny down the street? Yeah, it's gonna stop. You know. Johnny down the street doing it if he's in that situation. They think I just don't get how you uh, to. deny bail to him but not an accused right. pedophile. That's yeah. kind of messed up, bro. That's... You're talking about over a hundred times? How is he not a danger to society? Exactly. exactly. I think, too, he should be locked up, too. It, it doesn't help that it doesn't help that, you know, Fighting is still some in some people's eyes looked as you know human cockfighting, and it's like it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's a sport now. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not. We're sure. going in there, knocking yeah. teeth out to the second. Yeah. You know, second row. Like I was watching a, a like pacifist reacts, and they were like, "I," she said, "I think deep, deep down, these people are actually good humans." So like, so because we do this, we're just terrible human beings and close-minded individual. Like, <laughs> like what? Like some people think like that. Like that's crazy. Hey, so so what are your thoughts on bare knuckle fights? Like they're becoming super popular. People are getting paid a lot of money. They pay really well to do it. There's obviously a reason why. But I mean, what do you <laughs> what do you think about bare knuckle fights? Would you ever consider doing it? Oh, I actually had an offer. Um, but turned it down because I think my MMA career is more important. Hell yeah. And I don't want to mess my hands up and then have to like turn down a fight for MMA, like a big opportunity or something. You but hands afterwards and they're just... yeah, they're tore up. You know, if you don't condi- if you don't have time to condition your hands properly, don't do it. Really, I mean, I I wouldn't if I didn't have time to condition my hands properly. But uh, smart. Hey, it teaches. Discipline boxing, I think it can. You know, become a real fighter then for sure. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, that's that's real fighting dang mirror right there, you know, without the kicking and stuff. But like, that's how it feels when you fight in the street. <laughs> Old school movie in two thousand nine is called Fighting with Terrence J. Howard, and they it's basically oh. like a modern day Bronson. They just go around to like underground places and fist fight. It's with Channing Tatum, right? Yeah, Channing Tatum, yeah, yeah, yeah. knuckle fighting. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. A good movie. And but even like some scenes in there shows the effects that getting hit by a fist it's it's not good for the person getting hit but it's also not good for the person hitting them technique is key even in uh, a lot of my fights I feel like if I kicked a lot you know or if I threw my right hand a lot you know and that's you know a lot, a lot of people don't know this, but, you know, from fighting, like, your hands and your feet are almost just as sore uh, as from receiving punches as giving out punches after a fight as well. Yep. Most of my pain is from giving out damage. Yeah. Like, after, like, I kick a lot, and my, and also, like, my, my ankle hurts, my foot hurts after, my shin hurts, you know, like, I remember I had a fight that lasted a minute. And still, my arm was hurting. <laughs> I was like, I was only in there for a minute. Are you kidding me? I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, wow. But yeah, I don't think people understand how much uh, damage the winner takes as well. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, is your is your goal to be in the UFC? Um, that is one of my main goals. But honestly, the the top goal priority is to take care of my people. And if the UFC ain't trying to, you know, give me an opportunity to do that, um, and someone else is, you know, because right. my my ego is not more important than my family eating and being comfortable. Nice, I like yeah. that. Yeah, I like that for sure. Exactly. I heard a rapper. He said, "Money isn't that important. My family is." You know. So that's kind of the, the fame isn't important that important my family is you know so who's gonna be able to help me take care of my family that's where I'm going. I like it. I like yeah. it. It's all about the family in the end. That's yeah. what's really important. That brings us into a, a man. Do you have any sponsors that you want to thank, man? Uh yes, sir. I'd like to sh- like I said, uh, nine round shout out nine round. Amazing people there. Amazing trainers. Amazing members. Uh, join your local nine round look it up go ahead first workout is free i uh, also like to shout out vigilant security our boy donnie uh private security uh high profile security they do it all event security um i also like to shout out my man dane with the kerr family amazing guy amazing people amazing family and I also like to shout out, um, I like to shout out Backcountry PT. Scott is amazing. He will get you right. Any injuries you have, he's going to be real quick and smooth about it and not try to take all your money, <laughs> you know, which is very important. And one more, uh, two more actually, Jesse Real Estate. You're trying to buy or sell a house in the Colorado area, especially the spring, get at them, Jesse Real Estate. And then a new one, Prodigy Salon. Go get your hair cut, your hair colored. You know, amazing people, a beautiful salon, and for a reasonable price. Nice, nice. 
Uh, plus the the fresh fit foods as well. Oh yeah, fast fit foods. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> fast fit food, easy, convenient food. Uh, use the code nine round for a ten percent discount. Man, go get the food if you try. If you work late, it's it's a lifesaver. Yeah, it tastes good too. Tastes exactly. Charles yep, <laughs> for you. I, I've I've tried a lot of different uh, meal plans, and most of them suck, dude. You know, <laughs> yeah. and, you know like my, my stomach hurts afterwards. Yeah, frozen ass chicken. You it's go like yeah, yeah. My like, this stuff's junk, but uh, I I enjoyed your meals. They were, they were pretty good. I appreciate that, man. They were, it, and then you know, supporting me and Barb with that. Sure. Yes, sir. But I appreciate you having me on, bro. Yeah, I mean, we could keep going, but we're, we're we've kind of got a hard time limit on our our editing stuff. So, but yeah. we 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 could keep asking questions all day long, man. Starting <laughs> to get to know you, get comfortable with you, man. We we've had a great time. Uh, Devon Thornton is making his pro debut June 18th. Battle MMA. Get your tickets now. Check them out. Uh, it's gonna be one hell of a show. We look forward to it. Man, thank you so much. This has been another episode of Cage. Uh, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Right here. Fire spotlights. We got, man, 90% of our viewers aren't subscribed. So uh, please subscribe to our channel. We would appreciate that. Uh, uh, we appreciate you showing us some love. Also, uh, podcasts so we- anywhere you can listen to a podcast, we be on there. Yeah. Get to it, guys. Check it out. Check it out.